Hey listeners, welcome back to Topics with Tim, Next Level Health. This is my series called Gym Junkies, and this is my conversation with Nick Brewer. I recently met Nick through my friend Roy Hawk. For those of you that know, Roy Hawk has been on the show a couple of times, so scroll back if you want to hear those from Roy. Roy is an avid weightlifter like myself and his friends with Nick, and so I met Nick through Roy, and the three of us have actually been working out together recently. It's been awesome. In fact, I even started a workout group with uh, some people from a church that Roy started attending recently called Vintage Grace, as well as some of my own friends. And so we actually have a cool group that we organize, usually at Crunch Fitness is our our typical venue. Most people have memberships there, but it's been awesome just to see the energy in the gym uh, and us all feeding off each other and just enjoying each other's company. So that's been awesome. Now, as far as this conversation goes, Nick, you'll learn about his whole life, basically his nutrition he had growing up, his workout routines, how he got into weightlifting, what he does, how does he program his routines, and you'll just learn other fun facts about Nick, about jobs he's had, where he's going to college, what he's doing with his life. So a uh, really interesting podcast. And of course, I have actually another podcast coming on Saturday with Nick that we're going to talk about the Trinity and we're going to talk about some uh, different Christian topics as well. So stay tuned for that one on Saturday. But anyway, guys, enjoy this pod. I am joined today, not live in the studio. I was, got, I was about to say live in the studio, but then it's actually over Zoom. But one day I'll get this guy in to my studio. We'll do a live pod. So I've got Mr. Nick Brewer. And just so you know, this is my Gym Junkies series where I take people through kind of, I just I pick their brains about, you know, what keeps them motivated to stay fit and what kind of you know, their nutrition plans, their workout plans. We talk everything, fitness, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a gym. I talk to plenty of people who like to run or bike or play sports or just like to be active in general. So don't feel like, oh, it's just a bro pod about going to the gym. No, it might be a little bit of that in this one because I know you, Nick, are a gym goer, but it's not all about that. It's just about you know having an active, healthy, fit lifestyle. And that's that's what's most important here, guys. So if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to my pod, turn those notifications on. It's available on any podcast app anywhere. So if you got an Apple podcast, go ahead, search topics with Tim, you'll find it, go ahead and subscribe. And uh, of course, leave me a review as well. Totally helps my pod. But let's 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 just get right to it. I want to introduce Nick to you guys. And Nick, give us just a, a day in the life of you right now, maybe just a little brief summary on just who you are, what you're about, what, what are you up to these days? Sure, yeah. So um, been a lot for me. So just today, I'll just use today as an example. So Today, I'm pretty sunburned from yesterday because we went to the lake and uh, I'm pretty red. So yes, sir. I didn't do too much. To, <laughs> I didn't do too much today, strictly, but uh, I did go to the gym. I hit uh, triceps chest today. So that was nice. Um, I didn't really do too much other than read. I read a bit. Um, try to get try to read about an hour a day, generally, depending on the, what, you what I'm doing. Um, I am reading just some random theological stuff um okay uh, nothing in particular just some random stuff uh and so that's basically what i read today and i also read some desiring god stuff um because we have a book club doing that so getting into the word getting into some biblical yeah. theology i know that we're gonna be doing recording another podcast after this where we'll actually be talking some biblical theology so if you uh are into that then that'll be coming up i might post that on a sat on saturday probably 
it's kind of a bonus content pod for me and Nick here. He's going to try to convince me, not convince me, but just try to get me more interested in the Trinity and how all that works. Cause I'm more of a details guy. And so I like learning <laughs> history and details and not so much on the f- philosophical aspects of God, but he's going to, he's going to talk it up and he's going to get me excited. At least as, so he says, so Nick, let's, <laughs> At least let's start you, you off. Andy. Let's start you off. Uh, take me through your younger years growing up. You know, what was life like for you? Did your parents put you in sports? Did they force you to play an instrument? What did they sort of make you do as far as being active growing up? Yeah. So I played sports. I played baseball, soccer, mainly throughout my younger years. And uh, that was fun. Um, Were you pretty good? Baseball, soccer. I was, I was okay. I was decent. I think I was better at soccer than I was baseball. Um, so I played that. I also did a year of basketball and I did wrestling in, uh, in June, uh, after elementary school. So I did one year of that as well. So, um, only one, only one year of wrestling, you weren't, weren't that into it. Only one year. I was, I was okay at that as well, but I wasn't totally into that strictly, but I wasn't, I was pretty decent at least. Yeah. So I have a regret. So I, I think I would have been a pretty good wrestler throughout junior high, high school, but I was pretty mm-hmm. self-conscious at that age. And I always felt that mm-hmm. I'd be perceived as, as gay or if I did <laughs> wrestling. Cause you are, you know, just run, run you know, wrestling yeah. around with other men, rolling around with other men. So it's I never did it. It's the, one of my regrets. Yeah. Cause I'm like, man, yeah. if, if Tim now could go to the self-conscious high school, Tim and be like, dude, just do wrestling. You'd love it. It's a great workout. You probably meet some mm-hmm. awesome dudes and you know, you wouldn't get, you wouldn't get taken down by Matt Kitty at the lake yesterday <laughs> if you had just learned a little bit funny. of wrestling skills, you know? <laughs> so, that was pretty funny. Man. Shout out to you, Matt. Nice job taking me down. I'll have a little rematch in a future future week. Okay, so a little baseball, <laughs> a little soccer, a little wrestling. Did any of those sports stick with you, or were they all short-lived? They were all short-lived. I, didn't, I played a number of years when I was younger, and I didn't play any really sports in high school, so um, I didn't continue that i just went to the gym after that pretty much so okay do anything after that do you still play any sports today like do you, do you no. have a little bit no no other than playing with friends or anything like that nothing nothing major or anything okay or professional. You, do you consider yourself pretty athletic yeah i can i'm pretty fast runner uh i probably could if i i didn't do track and field in high school but i would probably be pretty decent if i did do track and field or something like that but uh yeah i'm, I'm decently athletic at least yeah i don't do like doing cardio i don't like running or anything but i would be pretty like decent if I did. hey you know i can understand that you know i think when it comes to sports that's where i get my cardio in i'll play sports i'll play basketball for hours i'll play soccer for hours i'll play spike ball yeah, that's not yeah. super cardio intensive for hours i'll play mm-hmm. volleyball i'll do whatever you know my car i get my cardio through sports my brother who's actually in the other room right now watching some b-ball he uh he loves to run and i just i never understood i just i just yeah. not a runner i don't know i don't know how he does it. <laughs> he says he thinks of what a- gift ideas for people and thinks of ideas for his school because he works after school program so he mm-hmm. uses that uses his running time as that time to just think and come up with ideas because he's very creative so mm-hmm. i guess i guess maybe i think i do that at the gym though like when I'm working out, that's when I'll, I'll kind of, I'll have those light bulb moments when I'm working out. I'm like, oh yeah, I should do that tomorrow. Oh, that's a great idea for my next video or my next podcast. Mm-hmm. That'll kind of happen to yeah. me during the gym. Do you ever, ha- does that ever happen to you? Do you ever have light bulb moments when you're exercising? Um, not that, I don't think so. To be honest, I kind of just go with the flow really. 
and just, I don't know. I usually think of stuff beforehand and stuff. So nothing in particular kind of shows pops up in my head or anything during when I'm working out or anything. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Doesn't, doesn't bring you to that Zen, that Zen moment, you know, that Zen thinking. No, I'm, I'm usually not thinking about anything other than when I'm lifting. So nothing pops up. So you're, you're just so, so you're that focused on the workout that unless I'm, yeah, unless I'm like with friends, usually I'm a little less focused, but if I'm by myself, which half, I'd say half the time I'm with myself by myself working out, uh, I'm pretty focused. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like, a, I like a, a man who's focused, you know, he's, mm, you gotta, you gotta stay focused on the weights, man. You gotta just grind it out. I agree. So important. So that's awesome. All right, Nick. Mm -hmm. So let's go back your younger years. You have, you tried a few sports, obviously they didn't, you didn't take, right. So you said you, you started, you started just going to the gym, just, just mainly the gym. Did that start at a young age for you? No, that started actually in high school. So I really didn't go to the gym up until probably beginning consistently at least beginning of probably sophomore year of high school and I start. I also did uh weights class and stuff in school but um yes. I mainly went to the gym my uh, favorite class in high after school summer. weight training what was that so oh good. yeah my favorite class so good there's no better feeling than going to school and getting to lift weights as a class just so yeah. good that was that was fun class yeah what did you Describe your experience of your weight class. Like, what were you, what were the fundamental things they taught you? What did you like, dislike about it? Yeah. So I think um, the first time I did weights class two years, so I was junior and senior year. Um, so the first thing junior year, I was, um, I, guess I think it was, did I do it? No, I didn't do it. I meant sophomore and yeah, sophomore and junior. Me. So sophomore year was really fun. I had a really nice teacher. And um, we basically just went over basic lifts. We did a, uh, Try to even think. We did basically bed, bench, or uh, bench, dead, and squat, which are the three main lifts anyone should, everyone should do. Hmm. And then um, the foundation, and then uh, basically did other lifts. We he gave us a lot of free range to do what we want when we lift. After we did some, we did some laps and stuff like that, or did some uh, warm ups and stuff. And then he gave us free range to do whatever we want, whatever we want. So we could do biceps. You could, and then. And we also, I think, went over cleans, clean and jerk and stuff like that Ooh, later in the year. Cleans. But he was pretty, he was pretty free reign. And then unfortunately he got let go the next year. So I didn't have him the second year, which I would have loved to have. I had a different teacher, which was more structured. It was more like CrossFit, which is unfortunate. So we did a lot of running, a lot of, uh, Boo, this is weight like training class. We don't yeah, yeah. weight, <laughs> weight training. So we, didn't, so, so we did more like, yeah, CrossFit-esque stuff. That was a lot of again, more clean and jerk focused on that kind of stuff. Um, a lot of push-ups and stuff like that. So that wasn't the best time, I guess, per se, but it was whatever. So funny story. I took weight training sophomore year, similar that you did. I don't think I took it junior year or maybe I took it again, junior year, senior year. I wanted to take it again, but my teacher also got let go. Because he actually, well, he was the football coach for BB. And he actually went to CASA to coach CASA. So they felt it was a conflict of interest for him to train BV players in weight training, which was a lot of football players, while also coaching at CASA. So he was not allowed to continue, which was a big bummer. So then we got these two ladies to be our weight training coaches. And nothing, no shots at the ladies here. I'm not saying ladies make bad coaches. These particular ladies wanted to make our weight training class into, 
you know, we had to do reports and, Oh, that's unfortunate. You know, <laughs> stuff you would do in a regular class, which I was already doing in my regular classes. And I thought this is my sort of safe haven from, you know, busy work and essays is this weight training class. Cause we just come here and we just pump iron. And now you want to turn our, my favorite class into book reports. And so I immediately transferred out so fast. I'm sorry. I was, this is, this is weight training. So, but no, I feel you. And now out of all the, those basic lifts you were taught in weight training, which one is your favorite? I think, um, I think I like deadlifts the most. So I don't actually do them as much anymore. If I do deadlifts, I'm usually doing light deadlifts now at this point, but, um, Why I think, that? yeah, deadlifts point. I don't know. I usually, I feel like for at least back, I get actually, I feel it better with, um, with pull-ups. So I like, I prefer pull-ups over deadlifts actually. Um, but you're missing the whole leg component though. You're missing all of those hamstrings. That's true. That's true. I, I, you definitely can feel it in the hamstring when you're doing deadlifts. I probably should do more of them. What but, have you, um, have you replaced it with a different type of leg exercise? I, the just typical, I just usually, yeah, I just do typical squat. I do legs. So, my guy, you're gonna yeah. develop some imbalances if you aren't doing some deadlifts along with those squats. My guy, <laughs> you gotta work both sides there. We'll mm-hmm. we'll talk about that more tomorrow. You know, we'll get to we're doing yeah. a little work group workout tomorrow. Shout out to the VG crew, the the VG workout crew. We're gonna be meeting at Crunch tomorrow, 10:30, pumping some iron. I'm super stoked. Love oh. the energy that you guys bring into the gym. You know, it's awesome. All right. So let's jump back. You're in high school, you're doing weight training, you're getting, you know, you're learning lifts, things like that. Are you doing anything outside of school as far as being active or is it mainly you're, you're doing the weight training in school? Um, yeah, I'm mainly doing the weight training and then occasionally I would go to the gym and then it was after sophomore year that summer, I consistently went to the, the gym with a buddy of mine and we trained for a while. And then, um, I also did uh, one of the things that I also did on my own time or just voluntarily. I kind of did this thing called Sublair Patrol, which was a, basically an ROTC for the Air Force. And then we had each one time a month we had PT, and that also kept me in at least some good shape with terms of running because we had to do a mile, push up, sit ups, and stuff like that. So that was also good, along with that at least. So ROTC, so, so. were you looking to join the Army at that point? Or was it more just was, a fun extracurricular? It was extracurricular. I was thinking about joining the Air Force at one time. I decided to go to college route eventually, anyways. But um, I was a, it was an option, yeah, in terms of what I would want to do. But I didn't end up wanting to go. So, but it was good. Do you ever do you ever regret not joining the army? Uh, no, I don't. I don't regret it currently. Dude, when I was growing up, I would binge watch the Military Channel and the History Channel. Mm-hmm. And I was full force. I was going to be in, in the army. I was going to be a green beret. That's what I wanted oh, to do yeah. until I turned <laughs> until I think it, once I hit high school, I went, uh, eh, they're going to like make me wake up <laughs> early. They're going to sort of tell me what I, I was, can and can't yeah. do and tell me what I, you know, I can't choose my own food. I don't know if mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I want to give that much control over my life. <laughs> Not I respect, respect. I just want to say right now, respect to everyone who has served. Totally Absolutely. respect you. I'm very pro-military. Very, very pro-military. I think we should. I'm happy not to go off on a tangent here, but I, I'm I'm happy we spend a good amount on military. I'm for it. 
the best prevention is having a big force that people aren't going to mess with. So shout out to all you people out there. I support you. As far as me though, I just decided it wasn't, wasn't quite for me. I probably would have butt heads a lot with my sergeants. I'm sure I've gotten lots of punishments for being the, the funny, sarcastic <laughs> okay. guy who was always trying to crack a joke. Oh yeah. I believe in that, trouble. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so <laughs> I would have been cleaning the latrines a lot. So not, not mm. a fan of that. Okay. Yeah. I want to backtrack real quick. Let's so we're, let's hold right now. So you're at, you're in high school. That's what we, we are in terms of your active life. I want to backtrack to your younger years again. And I want to know and call me weird. I don't know. I'm just interested in this kind of stuff. I love knowing what people like what parents sort of fed you. Like what were your what was your typical, you know, nightly dinner? You know, did you have meals together? Did you not? You know, just tell me what the experience was like for you and your family growing up. Yeah, yeah. So I think um, it's kind of hard to totally remember, but I was definitely younger. I definitely ate pretty well. I was very healthy as a kid. So definitely ate a lot of vegetables, um, even though I didn't, over time, I started not liking cooked vegetables and stuff, so at least certain ones. But I definitely, yeah, we, I think ate typical meals. I mean, pasta, uh, different types of meats, pork, steak, chicken, um, uh, like salads, along with that uh, were your parents typical stuff. i didn't big health nuts didn't have too much fast food no i wouldn't say they were big, i wouldn't say no i don't think they were big health nuts per se but i wouldn't i mean it wasn't until much later in life that i ate a lot of fast food so um especially when i made start making my own money and was able to get out of the house more and stuff like that so in terms of getting my own food etc so i wasn't wasn't like uh, i was eating a lot of fast food even so i think it wasn't i don't know it wasn't like uh, it wasn't even on my mind really so <laughs> I guess that's a good thing, even though I'm a skinny kid. When I was a skinny kid when I was younger, anyways. But so it sounds like your nutrition, healthy. you know, maybe wasn't as good once you had your own money, a little bit of freedom. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, know, I wasn't. It's more probably so. I probably I, I, you're, you're pretty bulk, so. in shape. You know, you're not a, a yeah. obese person by any stretch of the imagination <laughs> no, no. at all. If anything, so I, I can I'll imagine gain, I'll, you're I'll probably eat. eating pretty healthy yeah. over the years. If anything, I'll eat, eat unhealthy, and I usually gain muscle. I don't gain too much fat, anyways, because ectomorph so i have that luxury opposed to other people so um so can i can i tell you something mm-hmm. and maybe you can maybe you can elaborate on this i'm not a huge fan of the ectomorph what are the other ones the uh there's the oh, i don't remember Ec- i there's like four different body types yeah different sort categories. of the fitness world has said like oh if you're one of these four then you have to sort of eat a certain way or you have to sort of train a certain way <laughs> personally i think it's all a bunch of kind of nonsense i think it's sort of like fit like made up fitness jargon to sell stuff but I, tell, tell me I different tell me different no, i i think i just, I just use the term because it it's just it's just a to me I, I agree it's a fictional category i just use it in terms of telling my type just of body describes, type, I guess, it just describes how you how you look or how you're built right yeah exactly so that makes sense i feel like i feel like in that yeah. context that's totally fine you're just using yeah. it to describe Hey, this is the way that I'm built. So if someone's trying to picture you in their mind right now, then yeah. they can sort of pick, oh, he's this certain body type. But as far There's as all types of, yeah, as far as should that change the way that you train or eat, I think that that's, it's nonsense. It's all subjective. So people are going to have different, like, like take Matt Kitty, for example, he's got diabetes. I would consider him an ectomorph. He doesn't gain too much weight over time. He, you know, he has to eat a lot to gain weight, et cetera, but he has diabetes. So he has to train differently. He has to eat differently, et cetera, to keep a certain weight. So it's also depending on the externalities that you face as well. It's gonna it's all gonna differ. So 
I think too. Subjective message. Oh, I guess I never mind. I guess I debunked. I debunked my own thought. I just had in my head. I was like, <laughs> I was thinking a lot of ectomorphs are taller, and so of course, just naturally being taller, you carry more weight just from being yeah. tall. So of course, you'd have to eat more just because you're tall. Not necessarily because you're yes. this body type, but just you're taller. Tall people have to eat more. Yeah. They just have more weight. Usually, they can yeah. put on more weight, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm uh, I hear some of the some of the fitness people talk about you're this body type and now you've got to eat this way or buy this supplement. And I'm like, you're just coming up with something to make me like, you're just trying to sell me something. Like you can train the <laughs> same way, regardless, not the exact same way. I mean, of course there, you're going to have to train a little differently for the dimensions of your body. Yeah. But so I won't, I shouldn't, I shouldn't put people in. Cause I did, I right. did listen to a trainer the other day that was an MBA or he trained Michael Jordan. And he did say that he had to train athletes differently based on, well, there's so many different factors. You train differently based on the sport you play and the, how, the, what yeah. functionality you want for that sport. There's a ton of different oh, variables that go into that. So, oh yeah, just scratching definitely, the surface definitely. really. Mm -hmm. Okay. So sounds like you ate pretty well. I, I'm curious too. Did you have, were you like me? Did you grow up on Captain Crunch and trick cereal for breakfast? Uh, I didn't eat as many sugary cereals as uh, I think some other kids. I did have Captain Crunch at times. I had cocoa, uh, cocoa puffs and cocoa Reese's puffs, puffs and things like that at times. There's there's phases of that and tricks and stuff. But I didn't eat too much sugary cereals really. I ate more like uh, ate a lot of Cheerios, honey bunches of oats. Actually, ate a lot of uh, special. Well, you were the you were the light. Cheerio kid. Huh? <laughs> I did a lot of Cheerios. Yeah. I still do sometimes. Okay, okay. But if I eat cereal. That was but one of the healthier cereals. Blood. I'll give you that. You know, it didn't taste very yeah. good, but it was healthier for sure. Well, I actually thought it was pretty, tastes pretty good. <laughs> I used to make Crosses fun of my legs. brother for eating Cheerios because I thought they were so gross. Oh, I really? Them all the time. I thought they taste pretty good. He'd mix Cheerios and tricks and whatever he had together in like one bit. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so gross. I can't, I can't drink that. But I always that's that's one of those things where I look back and I think I'm never gonna I'm never gonna buy my kids those cereals, dude. Like maybe maybe special occasions. I should never yeah. say never. Maybe if they're being really, really, really good, but those things are just so not not meant for uh, consumption. Yeah. Did I ever did I ever tell you my did I ever tell you the rat story or the rat test? I don't think so. All right, this is kind of crazy. <laughs> I I bring this up in my pot every now and then. So if you've heard it before, bear with me. I guess you're gonna hear it again. But so there was a study done on rats where they, so they had a cage, right? And they had, they electrified the bottom of the cage. And so on the one, one side of the cage was this little button that the rat mice could press to get their food. And so initially they started the mice off with just bland, regular food. And so they go over, they hit their little button, they get their, you know, food and they're whatever they're finished. So then they would start to shock the, the mouse as it's going for its food to see like how many times it would take for the, the rat to just give up and be like, okay, it's not worth it. I guess I'm not eating today. And so, you know, with the bland food eh, two, three times mice are like, okay, that's not worth it. I'm just going to wait to eat tomorrow. But then they introduced fruit loops into the rat's diet. And these rats would just continuously get shocked to try to get the fruit loop again just over and over and over and over again. They would not give up. And it just made me go, we're eating this. We're eating this food that will literally make us shock ourselves. Not that we're as dumb as rats necessarily, but, mm -hmm. you know, 
these rats are like probably i mean i don't know if any of them ever died from being shocked so much but oh, i don't know <laughs> i mean so i always hearing that i just i'm amazed that we ate these things as kids but i think yeah it's similar it's interesting it's interesting yeah but it is what it is our parents didn't really know any better at the time so i i, I don't uh no, they don't hold any grudges too, so. it is no, what no, it is but they tend to spoil us so they do they do i know i feel like oh man with my kids like how often am i going to give in and just give them ice cream just to get them to eat chocolate chip cookies it could be, it could be we'll see Reese's. you always we'll say you're going to be that parent that doesn't until you're in that moment and you're like <laughs> you i just need to get my kid to shut up so i'm just going to give them a screen and let them mm. watch whatever they're watching <laughs> dog do, paw patrol for an hour because you know oh yeah i just need oh, a break <laughs> all right well let's let's get back on you mr nick so you ate pretty well growing up you said that your diet kind of changed in high school or late high school when you kind of you know yeah, when i started probably. driving so 16 16 17 when i got my license etc so okay what what was what was your fast food of choice a lot of in and out that's honestly like out of if i'm to rate all the fast food places that's i think that's one of the better ones because they use a lot of fresh yeah. ingredients and it's, it's a lot of good whole foods just mm-hmm. the oils is the only thing that's probably not great but yeah, yeah. I did okay. Taco Bell, Taco Bell, McDonald's. I mean, all the typical fast food. I didn't really eat like Chick Fil A or Chipotle until like even after high school. I really didn't go to those restaurants too much um, until even like Roy, etc., got me into more eating Ch- uh, Chipotle and then Chick Fil A came a little earlier than that. Um, now that's all we eat. Chipotle. That's pretty much all we eat. Which is, Roy. I mean, that's not a bad thing. Not a bad yeah, thing. Sure. I would eat, like I said, I would eat Chipotle if I could every day. I need nice. to spend money. Fact. Maybe one day when we're all living together, we'll just get it catered for the week. Yeah, yeah. Small kitchen, that's a good idea. Know? Yeah, everyone pitching. <laughs> all right, so take me. So you're you're take me out of high school now. You're out of high school. You're in college. Did you go away to college? Did you go to community college? What was your trajectory there? Yeah, so I um I went to community college. I went to Folsom Lake, which I'm currently at, and um I was often on doing that in between doing internships and stuff, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, I ate, ate out a lot and stuff when I could. I worked at times. I worked retail for a bit. Retail, for a actually. At Bed Bath Beyond. Bed, actually, I Bath, and Beyond. Nick Brewer yeah. worked at Bed, Bath, and Beyond. Where all the late, I mean, were you getting just, I mean, I fear all the ladies would just be like, oh, Nick Nick works at Bed, Bath, and Beyond. Oh, my gosh. They're funny enough, whenever I told the chick that, yeah, they're like, oh. <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah, I love that place. A lot of older ladies. Okay, that too, so. is there a lot of guys that work there, or is it not as typical? Uh, what I yeah, actually, it was a pretty good balance of um, guys and gals who work there. Yeah, actually. So do when you, I first do got you, there, do you know your soaps pretty well. Country. Sorry, no, I, I don't, don't want to interrupt you. What were you saying before? Oh, I said it was like a lot of. Oh, I don't even know what I said. It's just a lot of a. Uh, it was pretty stacked of people. Like we had a lot of employees, and then as the years went on, as I worked there off and on, I um, it got dwindled down. So. But, but it was actually mostly then when I left, basically it was a lot of mostly chicks. I was one of the only guys working there at that point. So, so that must have been nice. It was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of older yeah. people too work there. So, interesting. Do you know like your soaps and stuff pretty well? Oh no, or... I don't know. <laughs> I, I winged half half the time. I was explaining. I I worked on this what we call hard side. And actually, Matt Kitty. This is where I met Matt Kitty. Actually, but. He probably told you he worked there too, right? No, I oh. didn't hear the story now. 
So back in, I got hired in 2016. And Matt got hired a couple months, I think maybe a few months, I don't know how many months after, but later that year I got hired in May, end of May. And he got hired, I think later that year, before December. Anyway, so I, that's where I met Matt, yeah. We both worked there for a number of years and he was off and on. He quit twice and came back twice. I actually tried to come back a third time, but they didn't let him. But uh, why was he? Why yeah. was he joining and quitting? He uh, well, uh, I can't remember the first time he quit. I think he quit for a different job, and then he decided to come back and he got rehired, and then he left again for a bit, and then he got a different job, and then he wanted to come back, and yeah, and they didn't let him that time. So I can't remember why. You would have to ask him. I would have to ask him. Uh, can't remember this whole story. That's hilarious. You guys are gonna have to tell me <laughs> that full story when I see you guys next. Yeah, That's hilarious. You guys both worked at Bed Bath and Beyond together. Yeah, two yeah. bros at Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> Gotta love it. It's funny. Okay, and so you're you're working that job during your college years. Yeah, for, uh, yeah, pretty much my college time, and then I did internship stuff as well. So there was a few times where I still worked there, but I was limited hours, and then um, yeah, but I. I did a lot. I was cashier. I pretty much did all the positions there. I would cashier receiving, which is like at the back of the store, like where you, they deliver freight and stuff, worked on the floor. And so I, if you're talking about like me knowing product, I half the time I wing the information. So <laughs> <laughs> I knew basics. And that's, that's what I did. Yeah. Is there, <laughs> tell me, is there, is there any bed, bath and beyond secrets? Like, tell me one thing that, you wouldn't know unless you worked there. Um, oh, I don't actually know. I don't think there was anything special going on, to be honest. Oh, John, I can't I think of reveal that maybe they, you know, used like one of their soaps was made out of something crappy or I don't no. know. They'd reuse oh, something like that. that, you know, and put it back out there. Things expire. They just slap a new label on it. Not, nothing dirty. No, no dirty they're, little they're, secrets. No, nothing dirty. They're pretty. I mean, there's times where um, the people at the front would mistake, mistakenly put stuff back on the floor that was used or had, let's say, let's say, um, a coffee maker that had coffee grinds left inside or some of the like, you know, the remnants of it. They got put back on the floor by accident. For the most part, they're they're pretty clean in terms of what we do in terms of expired product or if it's been used, we would double check it to see if it's broken or anything like that so would you would you just throw out expired stuff uh yeah so usually i don't know if they what they do with the expired stuff they donate it somewhere i I have no idea what they they probably put it to a different plant i have no idea i forgot what they did with it uh used product they would yeah they would probably throw it out they a company comes takes it after a certain amount of time and that's how they do that so yeah the the secrets (laughs) of bed bath and beyond Okay, now workings of it. What was your what was your nutrition and workout life during that those years in college? How old are you now, by the way? I'm 23. 23. 23. And are you graduated? Have you graduated? Yes. Oh well, um, from not from college. No, I still got about a year and a half left. A year and a half. And <clears throat> what college are you at currently? I'm still at Folsom Lake currently. Still at Folsom. Are you trying to get what's what are your goals? Tell me your goals. So I'm trying to major well, I'm I getting my gen ed stuff out of the way here. My basic AA stuff, and then at a SAC, I'm going to majoring in econ and political science. So you're going for econ and political science. Are, are do we have a future, you know, 
politician with us today? No, I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to run. I'm going to work for, I want to be like an advisor role or work in international relations, traveling around and doing that kind of stuff. So that would be my preferred thing. I don't want, I don't really want to run. I thought about running earlier in my life, but I don't, I don't think I want to do that. I'm more of a, I would rather be an advisor to policy. So do you, do you follow a lot of politics then? I assume. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I, I feel like, okay, we're going to have to have some more conversations then. Cause I, I did not know that you were, I mean, I mean, we, I know we talked a little bit the other day when we were talking to Brenna about her pod and getting, and her, her has a little bit more politics in it, but yeah, yeah. you sounded pretty informed, mm-hmm. but I didn't know that you were actually legit majoring in poli sci <laughs> econ. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. I'm very much into it. Yeah. Are you? I almost want to. I almost want to venture this off into a into a more of a political <laughs> pod now. I'm I'm tempted here, even though we're we trying can, to keep it. We can. Uh, we can. Jim junkies going here. off whatever you want. Maybe maybe we'll we'll save that one for the the we'll, the Bible slash politics pod. We'll do it in a little bit here. <clears throat> sure, we'll do both. <clears throat> okay, so okay. let's let's stay on the nutrition fitness agenda for now. So obviously, right now you're pretty consistent with your workouts. Uh, you know, we work out together now sometimes. Yep. Do you have a certain workout plan from someone else? Do you do your own thing? And if you do do your own thing, what, what does that entail? So I think I take a bit, I mean, I do watch other, I mean, I watch half the next and things like that, but I think uh, so... for the most part, I do the typical, I do, yeah, I do the typical bro split usually. So like, uh, let's say Monday, I do back and buys. Tuesday, triceps, chest. Wednesday, I do legs and shoulders. Or I do, uh, I might switch it off with forearms. One of the days, like a Saturday. Yeah, you, I remember or, you telling me you did a day, a full day dedicated to forearms. And I thought, that's, I do, that's, yeah, intense. I do. that's intense right there. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's interesting. So I've, I've not tried to get, Now, are you trying to get the forearms big for a certain reason? Uh, just, I think, because uh, I feel like they're, small to me so i think um for me i'm trying to get them bigger and to be honest the ladies do like so they do one of the enough that a lot of studies show that like women women look at our forearms as well so really look at the forearms okay i've been told they're more into like the 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 wide chest you know they like the v-shape that's another part yes they do look Mm -hmm. at the v-shape obviously abs but i think another part they i think they mentioned was Forms. I'm not doing just for that, obviously. I, I want to get them bigger to, uh, in terms of my arms. I feel like that when I look at them, they're like toothpicks. But uh, I guess that's just how it looks. But <laughs> but I want to get it more deformed and stuff. So, so t- take me but, through uh, some of the exercises that you do for, let's say, back and biceps day. Yeah, so for, let's say, I do, yeah. So I guess I usually start out with biceps on my back. So... I'll do typical curls, um, and then I'll go over to hammer curls. I'll do some isolation of that as well after that. I'll do some barbell curls. Um, I do some forearm stuff that day too, like I'll uh, turn the wrist inside, and I guess uh, the palm facing down, and I'll do some inside. Um, it's hard to do without demonstrating it, but uh, curl in that way. Um, about your, your I, yeah your palms are you're sort of your the back of your hands are facing out forward they're facing they're, yeah. they're basically curling that's uh, you're focusing on the basically, brachialis basically. essentially yes yeah yeah it's basically yeah. like a, it's almost like a partial what you can do um an inside um 
hammer curl and then also with the palm facing down you can lift up that that works both bicep and um with the dumbbells and then you can also obviously with the with the barbell and then um basically there's some variations kind of like that and then back i do a lot of bent over row stuff and uh, some machine stuff yeah and then pull-ups so mm, good man good the pull-ups are solid okay i like that solid day and now you said you watch athlete X. Do you watch any other YouTube channels? And is that what you use as your basis for how you built your program? I wouldn't say it's strictly, I think I kind of, I'm funny enough. I took a lot of stuff from my friend when I first started working out quite a bit in terms of some of the stuff that he did. And then, I mean, I'm sure he took it from other people too, what he watched, but I mean, there's some stuff like my ab routine that I do. I usually do abs after every workout. I try to. And then I, I took that, a lot of the variations of that from Athlinex of what he does, like in his seven minute ab workouts. I mix some other stuff in that from other YouTube channels. Um, so, yeah, I would say there's a mix of both my own stuff and then other people's, other mm-hmm. people's routines. Have you always, have you always sort of done your own workout plans or have you, is that like a new thing? I think I've, no, I've always done, I've usually done the bro split pretty much every, every from as long as i can remember so i do two body parts or two uh different group body group parts i guess okay solid solid i like it i like it what in terms of results have you seen from or have you changed anything your recent training or what have you changed in the last like year or two as far as your training or has it stayed pretty much the same for since uh, your high school days? i think i think the only thing i've changed last year is that i'll do i'll switch off between weeks i think i might i don't know if i mentioned this too but um i'll switch off let's say i do um when i do the bro split i'll do arms one week let's say when i do biceps i'll do i'll switch it up with triceps and do chest and back on a tuesday let's say opposed to the monday i'll do arms and then uh chest and back then i'll do legs and shoulders on their own, their own time and form stuff like that and then the next week i will switch back to doing uh biceps and uh back and then triceps chest so i switch off mm. every week to do that mm, okay so you kind of switch um, up the protocols a little bit just to keep it yeah, keep, yeah. do you do that just to keep it fresh for yourself mm-hmm. to stay interested do you do it for any specific other reason beyond that just to keep it fresh yeah and also maybe to shock the muscle just a little bit it's kind of hard to do that if to shock the muscle if you're doing the same stuff over and over even if you're switching some variations but i try to do that basically yeah mm so to be honest i'm not a huge proponent of the shock the muscle um philosophy i think that i do think that you can grow it it depends there's there's like this fine balance between because i've heard a lot of people i follow say that they've done the same you know six exercises for 10 years and they look they look amazing because they've just consistently progressively overloaded and have (laughs) tracked that so i think you can achieve that with just a certain certain exercises but obviously, just for your own mental sake, keeping things fresh sometimes is important to keep you consistent. And there are studies that show that yeah. not necessarily changing up exercises all the time, but if you change up the way that you do a set, like if I if I did my set of chest, incline chest press more explosively, for example, in, in some adjust programs, like you'll for a month, you'll just do, you know, all all my concentric will be just super fast, explosive concentric. Yeah. yeah. And like, slow eccentric one two three and and all the reps are based around explosive being explosive and mm-hmm. i even saw some studies 
on Jeremy Ether's YouTube channel to kind of back up that you do see a little bit more faster muscle growth. If you, again, you don't have to necessarily change up the exercises, but just change up the way that you do the ones you're already doing just for either explosiveness sure, yeah. or more like static holds. Some of Jeff programs, he has a lot of like where you, you're sort of your finisher is a static hold in a contracted state for a certain period of time. And so different ways you can do them. I forget the other ones. There's, there's like standard, there's explosive, there's more isometric. There's one more that I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on right now. I like a different way you can do the set. Maybe it's more, I think maybe just more slow concentric and then fast eccentric on, on. it's like, so anyway, but what I'm saying is, yeah, I'm not a huge proponent of the shock, the muscle. But I do see that there is some evidence in terms of at least at least somewhat changing up the way you do things can definitely yeah. help to like stimulate new muscle growth and faster muscle growth and kind of get you out of not only mental funks but but physical funks if you're just plateauing <laughs> at a certain state. Yeah, so, yeah. That's yeah, what I, I feel you there. So it's not, I like that you switched up and that's good to, <laughs> to keep things fresh for sure. So it's a little you know, I do the bro split. I'm um I love the bro split, man. I'm all about yeah, the splits. Yeah. I can't do can't do one body part. I can't do full body. I just can't do that. So <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. It's not as yeah. I don't know. It's not as fun. But yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Okay. So take mm-hmm. us, so take us to now. So you're doing the bro split. How has your nutrition changed in the last couple of years? As far as how you, how you um, incorporate that in your training? I think uh I think I'm definitely a dirty bulk kind of guy. So Dirty uh, bulk. I was talking to Matt Schumann yesterday about that a little bit. Yeah, we're dirty bulk all day. It's pretty much it's bulking always for me. And that's usually dirty bulk. And I, I mean, I'm, I like I said, I, I don't, I'm a pretty healthy guy. So eating a lot of stuff like pizza and whatever else, high calorie, high fat, even doesn't usually doesn't hasn't really done anything to me. If anything, I'm, I've been successful gaining muscle. So. For the most part, I mean, I eat a lot of Chipotle and stuff, so it's not like I'm eating like McDonald's every day or anything like that, or eating a lot of fatty foods every day. Stuff like you that. always go to McDonald's dinner, you know? <clears throat> go to McDonald's dinner, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or go to Carl's Jr. <laughs> oh, gosh, no. <laughs> okay, well, I think, and explain too, because I think, obviously, for certain people, dirty bulking might not be an okay thing, and that might not help them, but you, Definitely in particular, you, you've, you mentioned you have a very fast metabolism. You, you've had trouble putting yes. on weight. So yes. that I feel like if you're someone in that, I'm not so let's say body type, but like you have a faster metabolism than most and you have trouble gaining weight. Yeah. That's you're someone who's more, that, yeah. you can, you can dirty bulk and get away with it because yes, I can, you, you're just going to burn, you you burn calories at a very high rate. Right. So you probably should eat more clean foods anyways. But for me, I, I have the luxury of doing it. So, you know, we're going to take advantage of what you can at least <laughs> until I can't do that anymore. So I might as well live. YOLO. YOLO man. it. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I, we always, you know, tease Roy about the dirty. And I even, you know, I, I dirty bulk a little bit, you know, not because mm-hmm. I love to, but sometimes there's just random sweets around the house and I'll get a little <laughs> hankering late at night for a little sweet, <laughs> yeah. sweet something. And mm-hmm. I don't love that I do that. I'm working on that, but it's not the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's why I love, you know, weight training so much is that I can get away with it. Like I can still have cheat yes. meals. I can still have days where I binge and I can still look in the mirror and have, and have a six pack because I've, exactly. I have so much muscle to where I'm burning calories at a pretty high rate based on how much muscle mass I'm carrying. And that's like the benefit of carrying more muscle and why I try to tell people right. if you really want to lose fat, 
you know, build muscle because it's going to take mm-hmm. double the amount of calories as a store of fat. So you're going to be able to just sitting here. I'm burning a lot of calories just sitting here than someone else who's not carrying yeah. a lot of muscle. So exactly, you definitely sleeping able to burn a whole bunch of calories. Yeah, just sleeping. I'm burning, you know, yeah. more calories. Exactly. So yeah, it's, it's important to have at least a decent amount of lean muscle mass if you're trying to stay Definitely. low body fat. But obviously, obviously, you know that, and you're working towards that. And we're all in the gym together, getting gains. How would be thy gains? Yeah. See, I think the thing for me too. When I was younger. I used to hate being, you know, skinny. I used to like wish I could easily gain, but now that I can, I've come to eat whatever I want. It's kind of a blessing in a way because <laughs> I can. Don't have to. I would rather. I'd much rather I've come to learn. I'd much rather try to gain muscle than lose it because that's just painful to be honest. More enjoyable, so mm. much more. Yeah. There's always there's there's the people that gain weight so quickly and they wish that they could have your problem where they could. Yes. Gosh, I wish I could put on weight. You know, I'm sure. I think it's just more enjoyable. <laughs> I mean, it's it's something that I enjoy doing, so it makes me makes me like the gym a lot more. So. Absolutely. And that's another thing I, I try to stress to people is you know, obviously eating food is part of the human experience. It's enjoyable. <laughs> so the more lean muscle you're carrying, the more food you can eat without it hurt, affecting you negatively. And so yep. who wouldn't want to you know, have more of the human experience of being able to enjoy food and even sometimes you know, not so good food at times because you can, yeah. because you have the, the, mat, the muscle mass to be able to burn it off. Why wouldn't you want more of that? Why go why go do cardio for an hour and trying to burn, you know, as many calories as you can, which even in after an hour of cardio, you might only burn five, six hundred calories. And that's like, oh, I don't know, a cookie and maybe two cookies, and that's that's all gone. Mm-hmm. Whereas you could build muscle and then you could day in, day out burn be burning that just at rest, doing nothing. Yeah. And then get mm-hmm. away with exactly, you know. And then if you do overeat, well, you're gonna you're gonna build more muscle that day. Honestly, there are days where I can't stand cardio. So yeah, there are days where I'll go over and I'm like, well, I guess I'll just build more muscle that day because I'll, I'll be at a slight a slur, a surplus, you know, and I'm like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. not the end of the world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but now I'd love to hear specifically what, you know, what your motivation is, like, what's your why behind, you know, why do you go to the gym consistently? Why do you, obviously, I, I feel like you probably don't give yourself enough credit. I feel like you actually eat fairly healthy for the most part. We all, you know, a little dirty book here and there, but it sounds like the fact that you were thinking in and out was uh, something bad, which again, I don't think in and out is really that bad that people make it out to be. Mm -hmm. Maybe if they just cooked with some better oils, it'd honestly be a totally (laughs) fine. But, and maybe, maybe the buns too. I don't know what kind of artificial stuff's in the buns, but that's, that's, Mm -hmm. that's in story for another day. But what's your why behind why you work out and why you eat well? Um, I mean, obviously, yeah, I think when I was younger, like, uh, I did play sport, but like, uh, you know, I just wanted to be bigger. You know, yeah, you know, being the smaller kid, especially my high, I'm, you know, not super tall either. So, which is probably a good thing in terms of me being low body fat and stuff. But yeah, I just wanted to get bigger. I mean, um, I think, uh, just wanted to gain weight in terms of being more self-confident, especially in terms of that. I, well, I wasn't super self-confident even when I was younger, but obviously you don't, it's, it's, you know, it's something about being super skinny and you just want to look good, I guess. You want to want to see yourself in the mirror and I guess you know, be bigger, I guess. So but, the, conf- the confidence factor is big for you. And obviously stay healthy too. Mm. Stay healthy, of course. 
and you're confident too. Yeah, I've noticed. I mean, yeah, I, I feel on the confidence part. I feel that's a big part of the the driving motivation is just you just you just walk around with this different. And even so, even because, you know, for example, I work a lot on posture because I, I find that that's super important to being able to like lift to actually build muscle. You need to have good posture or else you'll get hurt, basically. So just having better posture, I just walk around with just more like more swag just because I'm feeling better because I, you know, everything's kind of where it should be posture wise. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, I just have this like <laughs> this kind of swag step that I just do kind of naturally now because it's just I'm in a good posture. I've worked really hard on just being in a good state posture and, and having oh, yeah. you know muscles proportionally balanced to where you're like your body's weights should be and i think it naturally will like create a oh, glow yeah. in people to just mm -hmm. be more confident like you, exactly what you said so confidence mm -hmm. is a big factor feeling good feeling healthy that's awesome yep. nick i'm i'm excited to see where your gains will go although you know i'd still say Me you too. should you should think about doing the athlete x or, or kino body have you thought about doing kino body what matt and, and roy are doing Hopping on with that. I have, I, but uh, I mean, I don't know. I, <laughs> I probably, I, I might try it eventually, but um, who knows? Maybe I'll try in the future. I like what I'm doing now currently, and it's been working. So, hmm. so okay, that's important. We'll yeah. see. I'm gonna try it out though. Consistency is key. If you like what you're doing, then you'll keep doing it. So I, I, yeah. I'm with you there. Is there anything that you would tell the listeners out there? if they're struggling with their motivation to get in the gym every day, if they're struggling with their motivation to eat healthy, can you, can you offer some words of wisdom, some advice for them on, you know, something they can do? Maybe it's a tip. Maybe it's just a life mantra. What would you tell them? Um, I mean, I think a lot of us, uh, depending on who we are, I think a lot of us deal with laziness. So, I mean, it's hard to, I think for a lot of people, it's hard to just get up and go do stuff like go to the gym, especially if you're really don't like doing stuff like that. If you're, you know, have a hard time losing weight. So, I mean, you just kind of, over, kind of have to overcome that. And especially if you want to stay healthy, it's, it's kind of a necessity to do that, go to the gym and eat healthier. So, but just, I mean, <laughs> easier said than done, but you just got to do it for yourself. I mean, in terms of having some respect for yourself, you just got to, you got to get out there and you know, lift the weight, whatever, just do whatever you can to stay healthy. I mean, that's the bottom line these days, especially with how our society is. So. Mm, yeah. There's, 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 this is the time. If there's any time and if there's any time and, you know, to focus and hone in on being healthy, especially when it comes to boosting your immunity, which exercise yeah. studies, you know, show again and again, exercise will boost your immunity being a lower body yep. fat percentage will boost your immunity. A lot of benefits. These, are, these are tried and true proven ways to boost your immunity. We're all looking for that nowadays with what's going on in the world. So Definitely. now's the time, yeah. like Nick's saying, now's the time to, to take it serious, get healthy. And I think it can actually be really fun a, and it can actually be really easy B. And maybe I'm just saying that because I don't know, maybe, I, maybe I'm just talking out of my butt, but I do think if you have the right sure. knowledge, and hopefully if you're listening to this pod right now, you're in search of that knowledge. You're in search of how do I, you know, what do I need to know as far as what I'm eating and how that food affects me and what I'm training and how that affects me. Cause I think once you know enough, it actually becomes fairly easy to maintain a healthier lifestyle. Like it's, it's, it seems complicated. It seems challenging, but once you just 
know what to do. Then you start seeing results. And then once you start seeing results, it becomes really, really easy to continue because you're already like, wow, I feel so much better. Wow. I'm already like, gosh, I'm, I'm feel smarter. I feel better. I have less pain. Like it's just, then it's so easy to continue because you're just like, I already see the, it's, I think people try, try to do things without the right knowledge base and they fail because they don't, they're not doing it right. They're training incorrectly. They get hurt in the gym. They're, they don't really know proper, they just try a fad diet and maybe they it works and then they, they gain all the weight back because they don't understand what's happening in their body. They haven't, you know, looked at the yeah. knowledge to see what's actually occurring in your body and what actually is sustainable. And then they're discouraged. They're not seeing results. And then they just think I can never do this. This is so hard. But it's like, you, you, it's not, you're, you're just not doing it correctly. You're not doing it with the right information. You've been led astray by the fitness industry or fad diets or whatever it is. You've gotten your information from a poor place because it really is easy once you have sort of the right knowledge in place. And so hopefully, you know, I you know, doing this podcast can help you a listener out there to achieve that that sustainable, healthy lifestyle where you can still enjoy sweets and stuff and, and indulge yourself every now and then, of course, and enjoy those lazy days because yeah. we all have them. <laughs> but, but having a group of friends too, like we do, like having a group of friends that takes this seriously, like when they go to the gym and lifting together, I think that's also, it kind of motivates each other to do that too. Absolutely. Awesome. I am, I am blessed. I'm sure you feel blessed, Nick, to have our group of friends Definitely. that we have right now. Where oh, yeah. me, you, Matt, Roy specifically, and now others are joining in where we will, we will all go to the gym together. I mean, as someone who already loves quality time, now I get to go to the gym, which I already love doing and makes me feel great. And now I get to do it with my, with my best buds and get quality time with them. It's like, even um, it's even more of a no brainer to go. It's exciting. Yes. It's, I can't wait to go yes. work out tomorrow with you guys. Cause we're all going to have such a good time supporting each other and getting amped for each other. And and so not everyone has that, of course. And so if you don't have that, right, you know, yeah. search for that. Try to find people who you can work out with who will, you know, help you with accountability and who will be excited for you to progress. And people who obviously good source of information as well. They're not leading you astray with fad, crazy diets or stuff like <laughs> that. So if you got a friend, you know, I'm going to plug it right here. But if you got a friend, you know, send them my podcast. I feel like I have pretty good information. I'm pretty realistic with things. You know, I know my stuff and you know, I feel like it's, it's, it's proven. So, you know, help me help you help your friends. We're all going to take our health to the next level, of course, which is what this whole thing is about. Well, Nick, thank you for being on my gym junkies pod. I'm sure we'll, we'll stop this one and then we'll do a, a Bible political one here in a second here. I'm excited about that one, but thank you for, for just sharing, being vulnerable, sharing about your life and your fitness and nutrition goals. And is there any, yeah. what's your like end goal for if there's like a, for example, I would love to look like Jeff Cavalier. Just that's, that's what I want to look like. He's yeah ripped beyond belief um, at 7% body fat. He's not overly big to where he can't f- do functional stuff. Is there a, a person who has a certain body type that you're like, I want that body or come to your angle. I think I can't, oh, I'm trying to think. I mean, even like you mentioned uh, uh, Jeremy ether. I think he, for example, he's a good, he's a good body type in terms of what would be a good goal to look like in terms of what I could probably get. I don't think I mean I think Jeff Calder would be like the the ultimate look to try to get, especially naturally. But I think like somebody like Jeremy Ether, somebody who's probably similar body type. I know he's taller probably, but he's looks like he has a similar body type to me. Something like that would probably be a good good goal to get. Um, though I'm I think I'm getting about halfway there, maybe I don't even know. But he's someone I would look to. 
his videos are fantastic. I like his videos. So detailed form. You know, if you want to learn form, Jeremy Ether is the guy. Yeah. So good. Got to plug him for sure. (laughs) All right. Well, one day we'll uh, have to, you know, when I get Jeff Cavalier on here and Jeremy Ether on my pod, (laughs) you know, I'll bring you on as well. And we'll, we'll fanboy and we'll talk about, Hey, Hey, look, check check us out. You know, (laughs) yeah, we'd be looking, we'd be looking like you. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Again, make sure to subscribe if you haven't already. It's on available on any podcast app you have. You can find it. Search Topics with Tim. Look for my Next Level Health logo. Subscribe. You know, rate my pod as well. Share it with a friend or family member who's looking to you know become a healthier, uh, healthier, healthier, sustainable lifestyle. That's what I'm about. So, anyway, guys, thank you for listening, and I will see you on the next pod.